The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. Find it here every week on SEM Synergy. Join your host as we learn from the elite of search engine marketing pros and find the winning formula for exceptional search engine marketing. Get the latest news, trends, and analysis in SEO, PPC, branding, SEO design, and analytics. Now, welcome your host, a founding father of SEO and an accomplished search engine marketing scholar, the host of SEM Synergy, Bruce Clay. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining us on SEM Synergy. I'm your host, Bruce Clay. With me today are Susan and Virginia. Good afternoon, everyone. Hello. You can catch SEM Synergy every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern. That's noon Pacific. You can also download it at any time for Webmaster Radio's search engine optimization channel or stream it on SEMSynergy.com. Right now, I want to take a look at a new tag that SEOs have added to their arsenal. The search engines got together, came up with a new tag for us to use. At SMX West last month, we learned about the new tag being recognized by Google and Yahoo uh, and live. And now Ask, I think, is picking it up. The tag lets webmasters indicate which version of a URL of the page designator is the canonical version or the one that's preferred for indexing. Right. Danny doesn't like the word canonical. He prefers primary URL, I believe. The primarical. Primarical? There we go. Primarical URL. Okay. Um, And... Pretty much, I think that everybody has accepted it as being a useful tool and something that's quite important. Um, why do you think they did this? Well, I think I think it's interesting because it kind of came along with a lot of qualifiers when Matt was, you know, giving his presentation about it because they sort of, you know, just had one presentation and Matt got up and talked about it for all of them and moved on. Um, and it came with a lot of different qualifiers. It was like. You know, do everything else right first. Don't just do, you know, don't do this in place of a 301 redirect. Don't do this in place of making all of your links link to the dub 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 instead of the non dub 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 or whatever. And, you know, it was just one thing after another. And this could completely, you know, ruin you if you do it wrong. And even if you do it right, it's just a hint. And I mean, it was really kind of. So we're giving you this thing, but it's not really there. Maybe, possibly, be good. Test it out, <laughs> but there were a lot of uh, caution, caution flags flying, even as they were introducing it. But I do think that it's important because there are times when you just can't get in and do the redirect, or you can't get in and do your dynamic re- rewrites so that it works and whatever. Well, one of the things I think you're going to notice, uh, even though they didn't do it, I heard him describe it. And I, in my own mind's eye, pictured the little word beta right after the presentation. It didn't say, hi, this is how it works. Oh, by the way, we're going to watch it and see if we need to change it in the future. They didn't say that, but I knew that's what they were saying. Um, The biggest problem you have is in the area of compaction, where parameters that are part of a dynamic URL are totally superfluous to the meaning on the page. You get the same page no matter what these parameters mean. 
who cares what button you put pushed on the uh, prior page so this is an opportunity for the user who is aware of the architecture of their site to help the search engines by dropping those superfluous parameters right and i mean the like Yahoo um, Insight Explorer already allows you to define parameters that they should just ignore, but this would kind of be a quick and dirty way of doing it for everybody. You know, saying, hey, not these things really, but over here, these things. I mean, it's really great for like a tracking code or an affiliate code or something where you don't want your affiliate codes to be indexed because you don't want 80 different versions of the exact same page with 90 different affiliate, you know, affiliates attached so you know you throw this on all of your affiliate pages and voila your original fantastic page is the one that actually gets indexed you're still going to have to write some code to generate the parameters for the url on the fly so in a dynamic world these are still being dynamically built but with or without the www or with or without the uh, session id or with or without the uh, home language and, uh, you know, what part of the world you're in or uh, zip codes that don't really matter to anybody because they create duplicate content. Those kinds of parameters, this is a great tag for being able to filter them out. Bruce, you said that you saw some dangers in this tag. What kind of um, dangers would you foresee? Well, the way the search engines uh, presented it, they indicated that they could ignore certain tags. Um, that would imply to me that they see some dangers. Certainly, uh, people will try to test the limits of the tag. I'm sure that the spammers are, are all over this tag, uh, trying to see if it will handle a redirect or uh, in the event that you're a search engine spider, I'm going to put this tag in, and if you're not a search engine spider, I'm going to put that tag in. The old... Uh, cloaking approach to how am I going to handle some of these things. And Don't you want to bet that's actually why they did it. They were like, we want to find out who the spammers are, and when they start using this tag for evil, we'll know. And that's why we just said it's a hint, because really we're going to ignore it entirely, except <laughs> for taking you guys down. <laughs> okay. Uh, Tin foil hat. <laughs> I love my conspiracy theories. Tin foil hat. There you go. Well, you know, quite frankly, I expect that the people who are going to know the most about the tag are the people that are playing at the edge of the boundary of acceptance. They're going to try to do things. They're going to know what works and what doesn't work. And then the search engines are going to watch what people are doing with the tag, and then they're going to take what works and decide whether that's what they wanted it to do. And, um, you know, to some degree, you're right. I think there's a little bit of show and tell here that's going to happen over the next four to six weeks um you know by the time 90 days are done i mean it's been a month since they announced uh another six eight weeks uh a lot of people will have already put in code to try to test this thing out and will stress the boundaries and i think it's only a matter of time until we've got it right yeah i really do hope it helps with the duplicate content problem though i mean it's it's such a nicer <laughs> it's such a nicer search experience when you don't run into the same page six times you know, in, in different forms. But, yeah, I, I'm not completely convinced that it's not uh, for other purposes as well. Well, one of those purposes, you have to remember, the indexes are getting really, really, really large. 
search times are slowly creeping up because there's so many items in the index. And if they can eliminate a lot of the replicated content from the web, if they can actually eliminate some number of pages, and maybe a third, maybe 20% even, uh, that's going to trim down the fat quite a bit on the disk usage and the index sizing and, and the performance that we're going to see for the next few years. So I, I think that it does make sense to reduce the clutter, make it easy on uh, everybody. And personally, I agree with you. I don't want to have to wade through the same page five times. Yeah. Well, it's time for a quick break, but stick around. More SEM Synergy is on the way. Go behind the scenes of SEM Synergy with their Facebook fan page. Search for SEM Synergy Podcast on Facebook now. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. Here's your bill. Thank you so much, guys. Hey, it's all right. I'll take care of the tab, Jason. Well, thanks, Dave. How are you doing so well these days? It seems everyone's in a pinch for cash. RevenueWire.com, that's how. RevenueWire? Yeah, RevenueWire.com is an all-in-one platform offering affiliates high-demand software from top-notch PC utility merchants. With 75% commissions, twice-monthly payouts, incredibly accurate analytics tools, RevenueWire is making me more money today than I did in the last few years put together. Even in this economy? Especially in this economy. RevenueWire has a ton of great products to meet the demand. I'm telling you, this network is recession-proof. RevenueWire, the recession-proof network platform. For more information, visit RevenueWire.com today. That's RevenueWire.com. Have a good weekend, Andy. Andy. Hey, Jan, why are all the coders leaving so early? Doesn't your department have a deadline of, like, midnight or something? Me and my staff are here all night. I saved money on my staffing budget by outsourcing a lot of work to offshoring.com. I told them I needed a coder, and they sent me profiles fast. My staff just filled in the little details, and now we're having margarita night. Offshoring.com. Fast, inexpensive, excellent, and on time. Offshoring.com. Hey, have you got the number for Jerry's Pizza? Look it up on LocalPages.com. LocalPages.com. Well, what if I wanted a business number in Miami? LocalPages.com. Can people find your business online? Be seen with LocalPages.com on every local listing in all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, Amazon, and Ask. With over 6 billion quality searches a month and bids starting as low as one cent, get connected with local consumers at the exact moment that they're looking for you. San Francisco, Green Bay, London. I told you. LocalPages.com. List your business on LocalPages.com now and get $100 in free local advertising. LocalPages.com, bringing your neighborhood to you. Please hold while we connect you to one of the most sought-after experts in SEO, analytics, and web development. Office Hours with Vanessa Fox, Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Search Engine Marketing Formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on WebmasterRadio.fm. Once again, here's Bruce Clay. Welcome back to SEM Synergy. This is Virginia, and I'm joined by Vanessa Fox, host of the show Office Hours and the founder of 9 by Blue, a site devoted to the business of search and web development. Thanks for coming on the show again, Vanessa. Sure, thanks for having me. Uh, so last time we had you on the show, we were talking about Google's new flash crawling ability. And now there's some new stuff going on at the search engines that uh, I wanted to talk to you about. Yeah. Today we're talking about the new canonical link element. And when the tag first came out last month, you wrote a piece over at Search Engine Land about it and what it means to SEOs and web developers. Um, if people want to check it out, they 
It's called Google, Yahoo, and Microsoft Unite on Canonical Tag to Reduce Duplicate Content Clutter. And you outlined the problems of multiple URLs and how the canonical tag will address this. And over at Office Hours, I was listening a couple weeks ago, you said that you think this is a good thing. So can you explain it a bit? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So this is something that's been in the works for a really long time. Um, A lot of site owners have had problems with duplicate um, content for a variety of reasons. And in some instances, it's difficult to um, fix the problem with the site itself. That's obviously the ideal way to um, fix a problem. But um, some of the situations where this comes up um, tend to be with URLs um, that point to the same page. So, for instance, if you have a tracking of um, um, code that you append to the end of a URL or, say, um, you append something to the end because of a um, sort order, um, those um, kinds of things, you might have a variety of URLs that all point to the same uh, you know, page. So, with web developers, uh, you know, they've been like, well, this is the way the infrastructure works. You know, I don't, I don't know why you just can't make it work from, you know, a search engine perspective. But, of course, for, from a search engine perspective, there's a number of issues. Um, one is just that the search engines end up um, crawling a lot more of your site than they really um, need to. And that might mean that they don't get to all the pages of your site. So if you have URLs that are infinite, the you know search engine bots might um, spend all their time on just a couple pages and not get to the rest of the site, which obviously isn't what site owners want. And it's not what the search engines want either because they want to have all of the content available um, to searchers. Um, and there's other issues as well, like you um, might split your page rank if you um, have links to a variety of the versions of URLs. Um, and so it used to be hard for the search engines to uh, consolidate all that stuff. Um, so now it's made much easier because you can put this link element, like you say, in the head section of your page that says this is the canonical version that of the URL, so this is the version that should be indexed. So then anytime a search engine comes upon that page, no matter what the URL is of the page, um, it'll all be indexed as um, the canonical version specified. So all of the links um, will be um, counted towards that one. That's the one that um, the search engines will crawl when they come and revisit the site. Um, and that's the version that they'll um, index. So it makes things a lot easier all around. Um, and it works for any um, URLs on a domain, um, including all of the subdomains. Um, it won't work across the domains, but um, otherwise it works great. The thing that worries me is that it's kind of like the search engines are saying, well, Okay, so like at PubCon, Matt Cutts was speaking and he said it wasn't really a big problem. We have the filters in place, but this is going to make it easier. But you still have to do all your 301s and do your best practices um, for for that. So I just worry that maybe um, people will be confused and think that this solves their problems, you know, their multiple URL issues, but really it's not the ideal way of going about that. So do you have any um, cautions for people using or considering using the tag? So there are lots of best practices that you should use when um, architecting your site. Um, like you shouldn't add a bunch of extra, you know, parameters on the end if you don't have to, such as like the session IDs and things like that. Um, if 
from a user perspective, they're more likely to um, click on um, the shorter version of a URL. So, you know, there, there's lots of reasons to try to do that. Um, on uh, my site, Jane and Robot, uh, we have an article about um, different things that you can do um, in terms of canonicalization of URLs. Um, it's just that it's really hard um, in some instances to implement things in a different way. For instance, um, one thing that you might do is if you need to um, have a tracking um, code for various reasons, um, you can store the code and then do a redirect to the canonical version. Uh, the problem with that is like if you use something like a Google Analytics, um, if you do a redirect, it's not going to store the tracking code. So instead, you need to store it to something like um, a log on the server and then um, do a post-processing over those logs later. Now, for some sites, that's really easy, but for other sites, that would just be um, um, impossible. So in those instances, I think the canonical tag is um, a really good option. And I think that the search engines, particularly with Google, um, are, are going to um, do a pretty good job of... Um, listening to it. With Google, as you say, Matt um, had mentioned that they actually do a pretty good job of canonicalizing um, the URLs anyway, but it isn't perfect. Um, so this is, you know, another helpful signal to help them with that. I see. That makes sense. Um, so you helped build Google's Webmaster Central. Do you have any insight into what goes on when the search engines collaborate? Ooh, yeah, I do. <laughs> um, so I actually spent a lot of time when I was at Google working on some of the collaborations for sitemaps.org. Um, we had um, implemented the XML, um, you know, the sitemaps at um, at Google, and then we worked with Yahoo and, and, um, and Microsoft so that we could do a joint support. Um, and that has continued on. They've... Um, you know, announced a support of a standard set of robots um, directives, um, and now they have this canonical tag. So it's great that that's sort of um, an ongoing thing. Um, the thing is that the, all the search engines have the same um, goals in terms of relationships with site owners. You know, they want to make things easier, um, both for the site owners and for um, the search engine results. And also, you know, we all kind of knew each other, and they all kind of know each other now. I mean, it's not like everyone hates each other. You know, we're all at the same conferences. You know, you know, so everyone kind of hangs out and and um, knows each other. I remember w way back when I started going to conferences, and you know, all the search engine you know reps went out to um, dinner to kind of just talk things over and people were like oh my gosh i can't believe you guys are having dinner but you know i mean um everyone really likes each other so it's not like you know anyone's you know in this big like battle or, or, or anything so when there are things like this that were it really helps the um, industry and it really helps the web overall uh, the search engines are happy to um meet up and say okay what's best for the web certainly that you know everyone's always going to have um there are things that they do, you know, because all the search engines want to have the best results, um, and, you know, all the search engines want to have all the searchers come to them. So there's always going to be um, things that they're going to do on their own. But um, when something is just going to be so much easier from a site owner perspective to implement, um, you know, 
one time for all the search engines and it's helpful to everyone, um, you know, then they're happy to kind of do that. So, I mean, it doesn't happen very often, you know, obviously, but but every so often. So, you know, we just kind of have, you know, a couple conference calls and, you know, talk it over. And I'm sure that that's, you know, the same thing that they do now. I'm not sure exactly how they do it now. But when I was there, um, you know, everyone just kind of meets and says, okay, you know, here's what we think. Everyone, you know, I'm just brainstorms what the issues are um, and how to make sure that, you know, it's the best way possible. And um, so, so, yeah. And it's good for SEOs as well. Well, that's the thing, right, is that they, um, all the times that they've come to um, have this alliance of sorts, it's been something that will help, you know, the web overall, SEOs, site owners. Um, And so that's kind of um, the perspective that they take. Um, so I we're out of time, but people can check out 9byblue.com as well as janeandrobot.com for more from Vanessa. And you also contribute to Search Engine Land, and you um, can be found on the, the conference circuit as well, which kind of brings me to the point you and Nathan Boogia of Live Search are hosting your own conference coming up as well. Yeah, we are. We're really excited about that. We're doing it with... O'Reilly, um, and it's a conference aimed at web developers about search. So there's a lot of conferences out there now for search marketers, but when the search marketers go back and work with the development team, it can sometimes be hard for them to tell the developers exactly what they need. And so this is a conference that a search marketer can send their um, development team to um, and they can learn all the technical stuff that they need, you know, regardless of what um, on the system is, if it's Apache, IIS, if they use PHP, ASP.NET, um, we're going to have stuff about, like, Flash. We're going to have all the search engine um, um, reps there. Um, so I think it's going to be a great opportunity for the developers to really dive into um, SEO. Um, and it's going to be in um, June. It's called the Found Conference, so you can find information at ian.oreilly.com slash found. And then also you can listen to Office Hours every Thursday at 4 Eastern here on Webmaster Radio. Thanks for coming on the show, Vanessa. Thank you very much. Stick around for more SEM Synergy after this short break. SEM Synergy is now on iTunes. Write us a review and tell us how much you love us. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. Your company's website sucks. You know it. Everybody knows it. So get a to-do list to fix it. On Target, a subscription service from Future Now and Brian Eisenberg monitors your website 24-7. Analyzing the actions of every potential customer. It gives you a to-do list. It tells you exactly what to fix and how to fix it. So that more of your visitors do what you need them to do. On Target pricing starts at $1,000 a month. See more at futurenowinc.com slash ontarget. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit conversioncritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www. 
www.conversioncritic.com. Friend Finder. Friend Finder. The world's largest online dating network featuring over 100 million profiles at hot sites such as passion.com and fastcupid.com represents enormous profit-making opportunities for webmasters just like you. With Friend Finder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet. wallet. Get more traffic maximizing details now at friendfinder.com. Jim Hedger and Dave Davies bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Webcology, Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Search Engine Marketing Formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on webmasterradio.fm. Once again, here's Bruce Clay. Welcome back to SEM Synergy. This is Virginia, and I'm here with Bradley. Hello. And today we've been talking about the new canonical link element that lets webmasters indicate which version of a URL is their preferred version for indexing. It's a pretty interesting development. Bradley, what do you think about the new tag? I think that um, it's really important. It addresses... Um, two factors in in um, both the Google blog and in Matt Cutts' uh, discussions. He he emphasizes duplicate content. I actually think that it has can have a bigger impact towards um, helping to increase or to um, economize uh, link popularity. Um, I think that one of the biggest areas in which we see these types of um, uh, multiple pages for the same amount of content is within uh, e-retailer type site like uh, Amazon or uh, Barnes and Noble. Those are two book sites. But the the idea is is that with, when you go into these sections and you try to customize the information, it has the p- possibility of having a hundred duplicate pages of content. And so Google's saying we're we're doing this for the purpose of re- reducing that duplicate content. I think that in, in actuality, they do a pretty good job at filtering that. What this gives in control, what this gives back is being able to, to concentrate your link popularity onto one page. Um, that's something that, that is extremely important. It's something that um, it's a big subject right now is how do you properly funnel link popularity? How do you do it in a way that is going to improve content relevance? I think that uh, it has the possibility of reducing duplicate, but it has the the definite um, purpose of increasing link popularity. But the thing I think that's interesting about that point is that you named a couple of really big um, online retailers Mm -hmm. where... And when we were talking about this earlier, you said this is probably more for the mom and pops, you know, because the big um, e-commerce sites are able to go to their consultant and do full-on 301 redirects for this this issue, Um, whereas the small mom and pops are going to benefit from this kind of more easy solution to um, their duplicate content problems. But at the same time, um, it's maybe not in their best interest to be going in there and screwing around like yeah, that. No, I agree that it's a very simplified way of addressing um, addressing any types of 
you know, like I said, the thing that a mom and pop, for this example, would benefit from is, again, link popularity. I wouldn't think a mom and pop would definitely struggle with duplicate content, but they might, um, even a, even a mid-sized company uh, has the potential to, ha- to bleed their link popularity. And uh, I wouldn't think a mom and pop would necessarily fit this factor, but but uh, there's plenty of, of other sites within that framework of a, a niche site versus a huge mammoth retailer. Sure. But, okay, so here's from the other angle, from the search engine's perspective, this helps them in a few ways as well. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Um, okay. You explained this to me earlier, so I'll let you explain <laughs> it to the listeners. Okay, so, so if it does reduce duplicate content, if um, which would be great. Um, it, I mean, that's just that much more content that the spider wouldn't have to waste processing time, and um, consistently being able to to create a, a a link structure for the purpose of uh, link popularity. Again, it would be focused on a very specific structure, and would great re- greatly reduce um, you know spidering, and then. And then, in addition, the duplicate content would would be removed from the cache. And I know that we heard recently that MSN, uh, they project 50% of their index is duplicate mm-hmm. content. And if it were to do even, um, you know, 20% of being able to reduce the inflation of their index, it would be, everyone would benefit, but Google would obviously see a good financial benefit too. Uh, cutting out the size of their uh, the amount of uh, information their their servers have to hold. So, what do you see as the best um, use of this? Like uh, tracking IDs. Um. Uh, well, they. I mean, uh, tracking IDs is a big one. Also, just um, for um, for the. S- for our clients, the ones that we see the most are really the each retailer type of situation for tracking IDs as well as uh, very convoluted parameters and um, uh, just the process too of the th- of 301s can be so uh, intricate that um, the amount of processing that has. Um, Depending on what type of server a site uses, whether it be uh, Apache or an IIS server, um, Apache's um, much easier to configure. So, again, so the tracking IDs within this aspect. But it seems like there's kind of a, then I'm hearing it both ways. It's like, this would be great if you don't want to go into the complicated process of um, going into your server to set up this 301 no, but no. you still need to do your 301 redress you know you mean in terms of the double speak yes from the search engines yeah i think that uh i mean one of the things is is there's a question within the blog the google blog that says is rel equal uh um conical <laughs> canonical canonical a hint or a directive and it, it, the answer is from the from an, the engineer in this uh, blog post, it's a hint that we strongly honor 
We'll take your preference into account in conjunction with other signals when calculating the most relevant page to display in the search results. This has a very familiar sound from um, from Google. It may be that they're um, it, it's not clear, they're never very clear about the way in which they uh, review this type of information. It's either that they're trying to protect themselves from possible spam or black hat types of methods, um, or there's something more complicated about it or something more complex. Well, it's a kind of complicated topic. I guess people should probably go check out Matt's video if they haven't yet and if they're just kind of learning about the issue of the new tag. Um, But we're all out of time. Thanks to Webmaster Radio for producing SEM Synergy, and thanks to our listeners for tuning in. Send your internet marketing questions to Synergy at bruceclay.com. And come on back next week. I'll be at SES New York, and I hope to interview a few industry professionals while I'm there. Check out SEMSynergy.com for updates about who I'll be speaking to and the topics we'll be covering. Thanks for joining us on SEM Synergy. Mm-hmm.